Hi, it's Rainy G. It's now April 19th, the day after the Mueller report came out, um, saying no collusion and absolutely no obstruction, but that's not what we're going to hear from the other side. We're going to hear all kinds of instances of probable obstruction of justice to a crime that didn't exist, that was a hoax to begin with. I don't know how you can obstruct justice if there's no crime to begin with. But that's where they're going to go, and that's that's what we're hearing today. Um, the president was quiet when he went to Mar-a-Lago last night, but but actually showing his anger this morning about some of the things that are in the report that he feels are are not truthful and um, should shouldn't even be in there. But he did not exercise executive privilege to pull any of that stuff out. That's because that's who he is. Um, so I'll put up with his anger because I'll tell you what, if I was falsely accused of things and I heard people had said things that weren't true after a while, and it's been two, more than two, actually three years, um, I'd be a little angry too, wouldn't you? Would you not start defending yourself the best way you could and say, I didn't do this and I'm tired of hearing that I did, or that I could have, or that I might have, or that I will? Um, you finally get a little angry if you're human. If you're a politician, you pretend, but he's not a politician yet, still. So the Mueller report, uh, for those of you who haven't read it or won't read it or whatever, you're going to hear a lot of stuff from the left and the mainstream media about the 10 points that, that of possibility of obstruction. And Mueller, uh, Mueller, by the way, is a scum. He left this open to Congress, and he also knew 18 months ago there was no collusion. And he could have let that report come out and finished it before the 2018 elections, but he held it. He held it until Congress was in place. Through fraud, of course. We know how they all got elected. Um, and, and part of that fraud, by the way, is when Obama took oh, well, almost a million refugees from Somalia and other places and transported them to cities in states that were red so that he could change them to blue via their votes where um, they shouldn't even have a vote but they're voting so put all those things together I mean there's a lot of stuff that goes on that people are just not aware of because they they either don't listen to the news or they listen to the wrong ones or whatever they don't think for themselves is, is the point you have to think these things out see what's been going on from the beginning from when Obama was elected and said three days beforehand, in three days, we will fundamentally transform the United States of America, which he spent eight years doing. That transformation included the corruption of the FBI, one of the greatest or the greatest um, law enforcement agencies in the world, the corruption of um, everybody in the White House, of course, the corruption that is still going on with the holdovers in the Department of Justice. Um, the corruptions in the Senate and the, and the House of Representatives that have that has grown to immense proportions because of the kickbacks and the false uh, falsehoods and the the fraud that got them there in the first place. I mean, and, and also no term limits. Why do we have people in Congress for thirty or forty years who go into Congress making one hundred seventy four thousand dollars a year, and within five or ten years they're multimillionaires? Figure that one out. But they want the president's. Uh, income taxes for the last 10 years. <laughs> he wasn't in office for 10 years, number one. He had the left saying, he didn't really, he lied to you. He still takes a paycheck. Well, he has to. He has to take a paycheck for $1. That's the law. But he takes the rest of that money and donates it every quarter. And it's proven. 
So there's one lie that they're going to continue to say. Um, they say he didn't change health care. Well, he did. He got rid of the, of the mandate, and he tried. They had a plan. But you know who? McCain put his thumbs down because he was a traitor from way back, from the Vietnam era. And we all knew that. But he ran as a, as a Republican in a state that wanted a Republican who thought he was a hero. Trump said a long time ago, heroes don't get caught. Well, Trump, guess what? Trump was right again. This man has been caught, and there is proof that he handed the phony dossier to the FBI. He knew it was phony, okay? Then you have John Roberts in the Supreme Court. This man was bought out a long time ago. I don't know what he did or what the Clintons have on him, but um, he's the one that screwed us on health care in the first place when, when that all came through through Obama. Um, he, don't forget that he's the one who swore Obama in and screwed up when he was talking, when he was doing the oath, so Obama had to be sworn in again on the Koran later. And uh, uh, he's the one that signed all the FISA warrants um, to get the phony dossier in the first place. He knew the judges, he knew they were phony, and he did it anyway. Um, you know, this uh, everybody says Trump is lying, he hasn't drained the swamp. Do you have any idea if you took us if you take your own house and fill it up with every kind of swamp creature and sludge and crap that you can and with only your bare hands because that's basically all he has nobody else was working with him you clean that out in record time make sure it's a big house you know two or three stories and uh, wrap around porches and huge living room and you know 40 inch screen TV or whatever and, and have that all filled up to the brim, overflowing, with all that sludge and dirt and grime and shit. And then you take your bare hands, um, half the time blindfolded or half the time, you know, on your knees, because basically with no help from anybody in his cabinet or in Congress or anywhere else, um, that's what Trump is doing, then you get in there and you clean that all out, and I want it done in, in 10 days. Good luck, right? And, and by the way, where are you going to put it all? <laughs> because you can't put it out there in the private sector because um, there's reporters waiting outside your house to talk about what that is all about and how bad you are. Just think about it. You know, think about it. You want them to drain the swamp overnight. It's been very difficult. And there's a lot of people he can't fire because they're civil servants. So he can't clean out a lot of the departments that Obama made sure he filled up with 100,000 people right before he left office. Can't do that. So that's what's going on with the Mueller report. You're going to hear so much crap, and they're going to try to take it to the courts because they think they have the judges in place. And, and you know, and one of the reasons that they're so, so against Attorney General Barr right now is that Barr said during his testimony last week that he was going to look into how all this began and what happened and who was involved. They know they were involved, so they have to smear him right now so that any testimony he gives from now on, any reports that come out from him from now on, he's just playing, uh, uh, he's being the lackey for Trump. He's, he's, none of what he's saying is true. They have to protect themselves, so they're, they're going to make sure that you think that he's no good that he's a liar, that he's a whatever. Because when he does come out with his investigations about them and how the, the phony dossier became this this massive, expensive investigation and he says that it never should have happened in the first place, it was illegal, 
Um, and therefore, there can't be any obstruction of justice because there was no law broken because there was no investigation that was real. Um, when all that comes out and you find out who the players are, and that's going to go all the way up to the Clintons and Obamas, believe me, they have to make sure that he's smeared enough that they believe the American public won't believe him. And I, for one, am going to believe everything he says. He's very well respected, very ethical, uh, very truthful. And he was truthful when he gave his press conference yesterday and said, you know, there were uh, extenuating circumstances. So, and there was uh, unprecedented harassment going on. And so some reporter says, well, why do you call it unprecedented? He says, was there a precedent, precedent for this before? No, then it's unprecedented now. What has happened to Trump is unprecedented. And I have never seen such disrespect for the office. Even when we had a criminal in the office for eight years, people still laid back and tried to give him a chance or whatever. I have never seen, never, ever in my life, except during the assassination of JFK. When Lyndon Johnson wanted that presidency and Jackie O knew who killed her husband and who was behind it. Um, that's why George magazine came out with, with JFK Jr. He tried to tell people who killed his father. George who? Who was in charge of the CIA during the JFK assassination? Who was in Dallas at the time? Both. George H.W. Bush and George W. Bush were there. George H.W. Bush was in charge of the CIA and eventually would be president, and all of that was planned. And you all have to understand how much this has been planned for the globalization um, agenda that is out there to make America no better than anybody else, not exceptional to any country. If we weren't exceptional, why did all of our ancestors want to come here? And why do people still want to come here? Legally, I'm talking about. Not the illegals who are being paid to, to riot on the borders and, and get free welfare when they get here. Um, but why did they want to come here? Why did my grandparents want to come here? Yes, they wanted to escape what was going on in Sicily, my father's side, um, which was mafia-related and religion-related. But they came here legally. They had to have a sponsor. They had to go through Ellis Island. They kissed the ground when they got here, and they learned English and became citizens. Way different from what we're seeing now. Yes, we're a nation of immigrants, but we're a nation of legal immigrants who are now a nation of Americans. Way different from what's going on at the borders. A nation of illegal immigrants who hate America? That's not what this country is about. So this is a very short podcast today because everybody knows what's going on. I don't know if you realize <clears throat> the other thing that's being protected by this um, corrupt Congress is the pedophilia network that is global, is a multi-trillion dollar industry. I said billions the other night, and it's really trillions. That a lot of it focuses on the Vatican um, as a big way station, Chicago. The fact a state trooper in Ohio just stopped a car and rescued a young girl, I think she was 15, who had been under this man's... Um, tyranny for weeks and he was transporting her to Chicago because he can get paid for her. So that's a sex slave, okay? That's sex slave trafficking. And that's what's going on at our borders. That's what's happening with the cartels. The cartels are paying people to make sure the borders stay open. Um, and the immigrants are being told by Democrat lawyers 
and others who have traveled there and newspapers there that are owned by the Democrats come to America, you get everything free. Your housing, your education, your health, health care, you'll get paid to do it. Bring kids with you and we'll pay you per child because they want to capture the children young, as Nancy Pelosi said about um, schools. They want to capture the children when they're young. Capture. That's actually the word she used. So people wake up. Um, yeah, uh, there's going to be fraud like crazy in 2020, like they've never, we've never seen before. Worse than during the 2016 election when they thought they had it in the bag. Um, so that means since we don't participate in fraud and we can't catch it all, we don't own the voting machines, we don't have the secretaries of state of 23 states like Soros does, um, we're going to have to have a lot more than 63 million people vote. So if you're evangelical who is positive that Trump is no good because what he said about a woman's private parts, he didn't say he did it. He said women will do it and let you do it if you're rich. And isn't that the truth? Women will use their bodies to try to get that money. That's an age-old problem. Um, and they do. And they do do it. So, you know, you evangelicals who say, well, he's no good, look at the other side at least. See what the other side is before you decide to vote for someone else. And don't think that not voting is the way to go. Because then you're not a citizen. You're not upholding your duty as a citizen in America to cast your vote for the right person to make America better. And um, I, that's not very, you know religious of you, if you want to put it that way. You're not following through on values at all if you sit at home and neglect your duty as an American. So uh, I'll be back. I'm going to, um, like I said before, do another podcast that's more health-related because this is the Holistic Health Hotline. But health is mind, body, spirit. And our spirits have been under attack for th three years and then eight years before that. And people have to wake up and learn and get educated so that you can feel some peace. And that peace will come this weekend because it's Easter weekend. Now for Christians, that's a, a, a big holiday because it's the resurrection of Christ. But for non-Christians, it's also a holiday because this whole thing began with the rebirth of our planet at springtime. Um, trees that have been dormant come back alive. Things that were considered dead come back alive. Um, it's a joyous time. There's colors everywhere. There's leaves everywhere. There's all kinds of things happening. Our food grows better because now it's springtime and we can plant it. And um, it's, it's symbolic. A lot of it is symbolic. But find your joy in that. Understand what that means for Catholics and um, others. The resurrection of Christ is the Savior showing, dying for us on the cross. And that's okay too. Because everything around us is God. And everything around us does seem to die in the wintertime and then come back to life in the spring. And it shows us that there's always hope as long as we have faith and we believe. I will talk to you soon. This is Raina G. Thank you.